Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I am glad to be here because I'm going to be breaking into another mindset block. You know, we're doing a series. In case you missed it, we did uh, another series previously, which was all about, you know, making money in this crisis, right? We're succeeding during chaotic times. We did several of those podcasts. Um, You can definitely subscribe so that you can listen to those. And then I started a new podcast series talking about mindset blocks. So there's a lot of different mindset blocks that entrepreneurs have that really prevent them Um, started a new platform um, over on Clubhouse in case you are interested. I am now connecting over there and that's at Sharon Lee. So I'm looking forward to connecting with you. I'm doing some rooms over there. I need to do a lot more rooms so I can start a club and um, we're going to be doing lots of different things. Money Manifestation Morning is one of them and then I'm going to be breaking into strategies on how you can actually build your business online. Um, I'm talking to a lot of people as um, they're onboarding and enrolling with me, uh, working with me one-on-one. And, uh, you know, I talk to a lot of people. These are in, in the breakthrough calls that I do. And talking to people online, talking to people over on Clubhouse, um, that's such a fun app kind of like a podcast, but then um, I actually get to bring people on the stage with me and actually have a conversation about the topic. So that's kind of fun. But one of the things that I am hearing a lot, um, obviously, are the mindset blocks. The mindset blocks are just rampant, right? And the reason why is because we're humans. And, you know, it's really not a big surprise. You know, I've worked with clients that are just starting with their business. Uh, clients that don't even really know what it is that they want to do in their businesses, all the way up to clients that have, uh, they're millionaires, right? And they all have mindset blocks. So that's why I want to do this series. Um, So last week we talked about um, the fear of success. So that is a big mindset block that a lot of people have. So today we are going to be talking about, are there enough customers for me? That's what I've been hearing today. And I wanted to dive in deep with that and talk about it so that maybe we can you know, get you out of that mindset into thinking that there aren't enough clients. So 
The first thing that I want to talk about are the different types of blocks that people have. Um, and again, I hear this just about daily, not loving yourself. So, you know, a lot of people have gone through some uh, trauma in their life. Some people didn't, which is amazing. Um, but uh, oftentimes people are not really happy with themselves. They're, they're not seeing the success that they want and they start feeling really bad. They start having that negative uh, self-deprecating dialogue and it is not something that is really very helpful to growing your business, feeling very good. So not loving yourself is a big mindset block. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of them. This is a series, um, and we're going to be doing another one next week. Um, another one is not feeling worthy of success. I talked with a gal today. Um, she's just feeling like maybe she's not worthy of it. And that's because of some events that have happened in her life. And, um, you know, it's what a lot of people are feeling. Another one is having some sort of an identity block about who they are, which kind of relates to the next one, which is an imposter syndrome. So, you know, we're often faking it until we make it. Um, we're telling the world that we are um, working in some capacity and we don't feel like we are successful. So there's always that identity block there that these people will have. Another one is this basically like fear of movement. This is, this is like procrastination. Um, their fear, fear of success, which we talked about last week, fear of failure, and there's so many more. Uh, these are definitely the top ones, uh, you know, that uh, people really struggle with. Um, so I wanted to talk with you about this mindset block of not having enough customers. So I want to get into the strategy part first before I get into the mindset part. And the reason why I want to do this is because I think that there is a real issue here for a lot of people. So we realize that the lockdown, the pandemic has created an interesting uh, concept for us. Some of us who've been maybe unemployed and realizing that we have to do something else. So entrepreneurship is the way to go. Um, people are getting into the MLMs. They're doing freelancing, contracting, and coaching, all of these things. So we want to take a look at what it is we do and realize that we have a lot of skill. We can take the skill that we have and go out in the world and make some money. So what I mean if you know, you're struggling with getting clients, you're wondering if maybe there's not enough clients. Let's really talk about that. So if you got laid off from being, let's say, working as a human resource representative, right? So you're, you're working in a corporate company, got laid off because maybe they can't afford to pay you anymore. And you were working as a human resource representative. So you would think, okay, well, I want to start my business. I just don't know what I want to do. 
and we want to take a look at our skills, see what our skill set is here. You certainly can't go being a human resource uh, representative and start a brand new company. That's just not the way that it works, right? Start thinking of, of what you did as a human, human resource representative. You know, maybe you worked with people. Uh, maybe you're better suited to be a coach, right? Because you understand human nature. You've dealt with people for years and helped them through some of their problems. You know, this is where you can start seeing that you have a skill set that you could use for a new company. But it's important for us to look at what skill set we actually have so that we can use that in a new business. So if you decided that you wanted to be a life coach, realizing that, yes, there are a lot of life coaches out there, more and more every single day, are there enough clients for you? So this is where we're looking at the possibility of saturation. Now, we realize that a lot of people have been doing their jobs you know, working in some capacity or another as an entrepreneur. And then the COVID hit and they're no longer allowed to work face-to-face. -face. So these are people who are pivoting. These are people who are coming online now to promote their businesses. They're, uh, you know, rebranding some of them. And they're just really trying to figure out how it is they can grow their business online, get clients and so on. And they see maybe they're on social media and they're noticing that everyone and their brother is doing the exact same thing that they are. And that becomes very frustrating. And so then they just walk away. They feel very anxious and they're in procrastination now. And they're realizing that, or at least they're telling themselves, there's not enough clients for me. They want to move on to a new platform uh, they want to start thinking of different ways to grow their business. So the thing that I want to say here is when you're starting a business, you do have to make sure that you have real people that will pay. So we need to be thinking about marketing, a marketing plan, because you can't just go out there and start talking about happiness, for example. You're thinking about, you know, your clients and how maybe they're miserable and you want to make them happy and you're, you're sending out a whole bunch of, um, maybe your marketing is around being happy. But that is not at all the way that you need to be promoting your business. You need to be promoting your business in a way that talks about your client's biggest pain and struggle. So if your clients that you're thinking about working with, you don't have enough of them in the industry, there's not enough people out there with that pain, not enough people out there struggling with that, not enough people interested in it, then no, there's not going to be enough clients for you. And this happens all of the time. People are not thinking about uh, it, whether or not there are enough clients. So that's something that you have to go out and do interviews. So you want to reach out to people, maybe on social media, and just ask them if they'd be interested in doing an interview with you to talk about uh, maybe just answering some questions and find out if there are real people out there that are struggling with the problem that you want to solve. 
And this is how we're going to really determine whether or not this is a mental block or if this is a real problem. Because if you find out that there's not a lot of people that are struggling with the problem, um, or if your angle on it is not where people are really resonating, then yeah, you're going to have to change your niche. So that's the first thing that you have to do. So after you've done that and you've determined that, yes, you have a very viable business, then what we have to do is obviously you have to work a little further on your marketing plan. So that's you deciding where you want to promote your business, how you want to go about it. Um, and we realize that there's a lot of different ways to do this. You know, there are um, ads that you can run. Um, we realize that you can use ads on Google. You can use ads on YouTube, Instagram, um, even Pinterest, I believe, and, and even LinkedIn. But also understanding that you want to work in on a platform that actually feels good for you. And some people are realizing that they just don't have the personality for social media at all. I'm actually one of those. I am not, I, I'm a very um, extroverted person in that I love people. I love talking to people, but I really don't like social media. I find that it's a time suck for me. Um, and I'm really seeing a lot of the same things, and I'm actually just getting kind of bored with social media. So there are other ways that you can grow your business, and I don't want that to be one of the things that gets in your way when you're thinking that there are not enough clients. So remember, this is just a thought you have. So you've already done the first part of the work where you've, you've determined that, yes, indeed, there are lots of people who are making money doing what you want to do. You see them as experts already on social media, on um, the internet, right? You know that someone is already making money. So, you know, that's the, the test. But now what you have to do is say, okay, how do I promote my business? And if you're like me, where you don't like social media, you can go ahead and invest some of your money into ads. So that's where you can use AdSense through Google. Um, YouTube is really not as hard as a lot of people think it is. Um, and then, of course, there's Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and LinkedIn where you can promote. But without doing that, because maybe you don't have the money, you can start a blog. That's another really great way to get clients, right? You're thinking there's not enough clients. But people are doing Google searches every single day for you know, somebody to solve their problem. And if you write an article about that and, you know, you're able to promote that, um, maybe using SEO, that's search engine optimization, that's what I really like to use because that's where you can have Google do the work for you. That There's an awful lot of keyword phrases that you can find out that people are searching for. Take a look at this website answerthepublic.com. When you go to answerthepublic.com, this is where people, um, well, basically it's a website that 
pulls all of the questions that people are asking on the internet. So we're talking about Bing, Yahoo, um, can't even think about some of the others, um, and obviously Google. So people are searching for solutions every single day, and they are doing it in the form of a question. So when you go to answerthepublic.com, and you type in maybe two words or something that are relative to your niche, then this is a way for you to discover what people are actually asking. And this is a perfect way for you to take that exact question and put it on um, and create a blog post. You can go to Quora and you can answer the questions if people haven't. There's another place where people are going uh, to get their questions answered. And this creates a lot of visibility for you as an expert. So this is where you're actually going to be able to find clients online. So there's all of these different ways that you can do that. And certainly you can write for other websites. I know um, Thrive is a really great website that you can write for to get clients Another one is Medium, and I, I do both of those on a regular basis. So this is the way that you can write. You would be writing a post on social media anyway, so why not take your skills of writing so that people can find you on some of these other mediums, right? Um, some of these other platforms. So that's a way for you to get clients um, and there's also YouTube. You can also create videos. Maybe you are really great in front of the camera. You have a great presence and you like creating. That's something that I really enjoy. So create a YouTube channel. This is a way for you to really be able to get your face out there, to get your message out there in the world and be able to get clients. So that you see there's a lot of different ways that you can get clients online. Um, and this answers the question, are there enough clients for me? So now let's get into the mindset part. So we realize that if you're the type of person that is on social media and you're seeing that everybody else is doing what you're doing, right? So you might not be feeling like, you know, people are going to be attracted to you. So one of the things that you might have is some kind of a block around that. So this is something that you've got to get over. So this is what we have to do is we have to change the way we think. We have to change the way we talk about what it is we do. So this is something where a lot of people struggle with their mindset blocks. So, you know, personally, I've been observing for years that people have these mental blocks, right? So we realize that you may be in the camp of not knowing how to get clients. You may be in the camp of starting the wrong niche. You may be in the camp of believing that there aren't enough clients for you. And that is the mindset block. That's what we're getting into. So here's the, the, the um, shifts that you need to have. One of which is 
the scarcity mindset. The other is imposter syndrome, and the other is basically just a fixed mindset. So we're going to be able to help you shift that today. So a new mindset basically requires all of us to change the way that we think. It requires us to change what we believe. And then ultimately, how we perceive the world around us, okay? So we have to change our mindset so that we can actually have a steady flow of clients that come to us. So first, diving into the scarcity mindset, first of all, if this is you, you're, you're scrolling on Facebook and you're seeing that there's so many people just like you and you're thinking, what's the point in even posting anything? No one's going to see it. No one ever comments on my posts anyway. Um, I don't know what to do. Um, I can't seem to get clients. So this is that scarcity mindset. This is what you're focusing on. So we realize that we have a lot of people around us that are talking about this, right? And we were dealing with this um, inability for some of us to have a thriving business during a pandemic, right? So these are all just beliefs. And we get caught up in all of these beliefs. Have you caught yourself saying or thinking uh, people just aren't buying during this pandemic? People will not spend that kind of money for what I do. Um, there's too much competition and not enough prospects. So years ago, when I first started my business, that's exactly the way that I thought. All of those things. I thought all of them, well, minus the pandemic because we didn't have a pandemic back then. But I was very guilty of that. And this is what I help my clients with too. I mean, obviously we've got the strategy part because we know that that's part of the whole process. But then we get stuck in our head and have the scarcity mindset and other things too. And then we don't take action. We just walk away from our computer. Um, we just start having internal dialogue that doesn't really help us to achieve anything. So I've had scarcity thoughts, and I know my clients do too. So, you know, it's not something I'm really proud of, but I also know that the scarcity mindset does not serve me. I also know that it doesn't serve you in any way, shape, or form. As you know, money is the exchange of energy, right? This is you exchanging your value that you have, all this knowledge that you have for money, right? And when you are taking that money, we sometimes have a thought in our head, like I'm taking something away from someone who needs it. These are really difficult times and they need the money. I feel really bad. So you're focusing on scarcity. You're focusing on them not having enough. And ironically, they actually do, but they just have to um, want what it is you have. So we have to believe that money is energy. And when we stop the flow of energy, Within ourselves, we stop the flow of money. So 
one of the habits that I found that has been most hurtful to blocking my abundance mindset is comparing myself to others. This is something I see a lot of my clients do. And I can tell you it's not hurting. And here's what you want to do is you want to find other business owners who are like you, who are doing pretty much the same thing that you're doing, but they're doing better, right? So this is the way that we are falling into this comparisonitis, right? So we're going out there in the world and we're seeing how everyone is doing better than us. And we're focusing in on that, right? So let's really create a shift here if this is you. A more helpful habit, for example, would be to practice a belief, a faith, and maybe even gratitude for what you've had. So we want you to start looking at how someone is successful and how they're no different than you. If they can do it, you can do it. They're not like stealing all of the clients. That's just not the way the universe works. There are always plenty of clients out there. That's the first thing that we have to understand is that our world is plentiful. When we look at, you know, a tree, for example, you can see in the park how these roots are just growing out all over the place and they don't stop even at the building. They just keep growing. They move around the building and they just keep growing. And their branches, their branches hit the building and then go up or go out of the building. But the tree doesn't think to itself, oh, there's a building there, I have to stop. It just keeps growing, but it grows in a different way. And so that's the energy that we have to move into when we're shifting our thoughts from the scarcity mindset, all of this focus on somebody else is already doing it, there's not enough clients, um, they don't have that kind of money, no one's spending money, um, all of those are scarcity thoughts, right? Um, I was talking to someone today who said, gosh, I just keep thinking about all of these people who are struggling. They don't have any money, they're they're all unemployed. And, you know, they're having conversations with people, their friends and family who are unemployed. Um, they can no longer go to network meetings anymore. So it's like, I don't know how to grow my business anymore, right? There are so many people online. How do you stand out online? And I've done plenty of podcast episodes. So subscribe to the channel and scroll through there and find some to help you so that you can stand out online. Uh, what we were talking about before COVID still applies today. There's tons of ways for you to uh, stand out online. And I will obviously I'll create like a, a top five or a top 10 or something at some point for you. But what we want to do instead is not focus in on everybody's pain, but start focusing in on loving them. Start focusing in on how, how people are able to transition. Start focusing in on how there are a lot of people who are succeeding. And this is true. 
So we have to start showing our reticular activating system. We have to start showing our subconscious mind that people are succeeding in this very difficult time. So this is how we're going to make that shift. So another mindset uh, problem that we have when we're thinking there's not enough clients is this imposter syndrome, right? And I was talking about this in my group coaching program in the, um, the sales and confidence mastery, which, by the way, is getting ready to launch. I've been saying this for a while now, just getting you ready for it. Uh, but guess what? It's launching next week, and that is super exciting. But the thing is, we realize that people are stopping themselves from really thinking bigger. So the question is, what stops you from fully embracing your CEO mindset? And that's a really amazing question, something that you can journal on, start thinking about what that even means. So that's what we do as, as humans is we're, we're human meaning makers. We want everything that happens to us, uh, comments people say to us, we're always looking at what does that mean? So ask yourself, what does a CEO mindset mean? So I was actually shocked by the number of entrepreneurs who stated that their number one block was confidence in their abilities. So that's their uh, abilities to sell, that's their abilities to convert people on the phone. And then I, I talked to people, like I was telling you that I started um, working on Clubhouse, and I was talking with them, and they're confirming that they have the imposter syndrome. And some of these are people that are very successful. And the thing about it is it just wreaks havoc on their professional life. It, it's such an amazing, strange phenomenon, especially with women is what I'm discovering. So why are there so many beautifully talented, highly qualified business owners just falling prey to imposter syndrome? Well, I think it has a lot to do with social media. There's a lot of people that were brought up in social media, right? So it's rapidly changing the entrepreneurial climate. It's hard to know what's real and what's not real. Social media just, it, it just glorifies success. You know, this is what we're seeing. We're seeing other people so successful. And then what we do is we internalize and we look at our bank account and we say, we're not successful. This is really what's happening out there. And we don't really want to buy from people who are struggling, right? So, of course, you know, those people who are out there who are posting, you know, their problems, uh, you know, some of their biggest mistakes were, were, maybe we just stumbled upon them for the first time. We would not hire them. That would not be somebody that we would really resonate with. So instead, you know, we're looking at the people who are posting how they're so successful. See? And I really, for one just want to kick the inner bully in the butt because that's what we're doing is we're we're internalizing everything we see all of these people having so much success and we're saying where's my success why am i not successful i'm not as good right and i'm an imposter so the shift that you need to have here is acknowledging 
all of the success that you have actually had. And even it could be metrics. It could be the metrics that are working where people are responding a little bit more. Things are growing for you. You're getting the hang of things. Um, maybe you've had a few clients here and there. Let's focus on the clients that you have had instead of the clients that you don't have right now or that aren't coming to you. I don't have enough, right? So that's, you know, again, focusing in on that lack mindset set. So we have to be able to follow that up with a list of everything that you've ever learned and currently know. Why is this so important? This is important because we have to really build that confidence inside of us. We have to figure out a way to stop comparing ourselves to others who, I've got my air quotes up here, supposedly know more. We want to really embrace a healthy dose of learning and growing. We're all committed to learning and growing, right? We're dedicated to that process. And that's because we are CEOs. That's part of that CEO mindset, being absolutely dedicated to that. But what is a healthy dose of it? That's where you know, you refuse to believe you're anything short of unique and amazing. Just look at that list that you're writing out about everything that you currently know. Think about the courses that you've purchased in the past. Think about the coaching that you've gotten, right? Because you're scrolling and you're saying, yep, I know that. Yep, I know that. Yep, I know that. You know a lot. So let's write it down. And the reason why we want to do that is because we forget to remember who we are. We forget to remember how amazing we are. So now, I was telling you before that there's another part of this, and that is the fixed mindset. So we can see ourselves being trapped in a fixed mindset. We know it. We acknowledge it. We see it, right? We spend, you know hours marketing and realizing that we're fixed. So um, one of the gals that I was talking with on a breakthrough call, she spent hours putting together a presentation on, for slides and notes um, and, you know, uh, really working on how she can put a webinar out there. She was putting together, like, recording a video presentation in Canva, only to find out that the software didn't actually allow her to download the recording presentation as a MP4 video, right? So she, of course, rightfully so, was a little ticked off and even a little bit surprised, right? So that was her fixed mindset, right? So she was fixated on making it work. But guess what? Nothing that she could do would work with that. So she had to develop a growth mindset and basically say, okay, this doesn't work. What else can I do? Shifting gears, okay? And she needed to come up with a plan B. Um, even though she was feeling disappointed because obviously this work that she's getting ready to do to have a webinar is one of the, the best ways that you can build a list and get clients and, and really stand out in the, the online space, right? So she, she's on the right track here. Uh, but she's really realizing that 
she needs to come up with another concept. So I'm wondering if this has ever happened to you. So you really want to be able to take a look at the, the differences between a growth mindset and the fixed mindset. Start thinking about how you can actually apply the growth mindset to creating that steady flow of new clients. So what you can do is ask other people what they're doing to generate leads and get new clients. This is where a mastermind could be amazing. You might have a few friends that you value, that you enjoy talking to online. You can start a free mastermind and uh, you know, really start talking with them a couple of days a week, maybe once a week you can host a call with them and, and start talking with them about these things. Uh, you can have a free Facebook group. Um, although free Facebook groups, especially these days, people are finding different ways to, um, like I was talking about before, getting on Clubhouse, they're finding different ways of socializing and connecting. So uh, Facebook groups, uh, activity has reduced a little bit. But this, again, is why a mastermind is so incredible because these are people who are, they're committed. You maybe choose four people that you know, and they're committed to showing up at a certain time, certain week, certain day of the week, rather, and you know, exchanging ideas. That's what a mastermind group is all about seeing what's working now. That's how that can be so powerful, right? Um, another thing that you can do to get the steady flow of new clients is to try some new strategies that you've never tried before. Like if you've never done a webinar, you know, start working on creating a webinar. Uh, maybe create a YouTube channel like what I was talking about before. Read a new book, listen to a podcast, or watch a video on lead generation. Don't even entertain the idea of giving up. It's not an option. These are, you know, the, the consistency, the, the mindset that you have to have as an entrepreneur. Um, some of the habits that you're, you're going to be creating uh, to create that steady flow of clients is consistency, um, and it's self-care, believe it or not. What you, if you want a, a steady flow of clients, you cannot burn out, right? You've got to feel high vibe. You've got to be able to be consistent with the whole process. And this is where, you know, you cannot be, you know, in that frantic state of searching for new clients. So that's why self-care is so important. And community, as I was talking about before, you want to connect with people who are really willing to connect genuinely, okay? This is the way that we're really going to be able to, you know, build that uh, mindset of knowing that there are enough clients. So it's, it's having the strategy, it's having the patterns and the habits in place, it's having the mindset, understanding the difference between the growth mindset, the scarcity mindset, and the fixed mindset. It's absolutely powerful for you and it'll create so many more results when you can do this for yourself. All right. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode and be sure to come back next week when we are going to be doing another 
mindset block for entrepreneurs. There are five in this series, and you're going to want to listen to them all because, you know, I'm always giving you a little bit of some strategy, a little bit of some mindset hacks so that you can be well-rounded, go out there and make some money in your business. So be sure to come back next week, subscribe to this podcast and give this podcast a five-star rating on iTunes because that helps other people know what this podcast is all about. I'd really appreciate it too. All right. So I will talk to you next week. This is Sharon Lee. Go out and get some new clients. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too, or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.